This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. The Mom of Old Action. Again, she found herself spending her precious morning writing time pacing her lovable sty of a kitchen, making no progress at all. Why was she holding a can opener? Hmm. That could be something. The trusty little opener. Gerard, the can opener, was a dreamer. He wanted to open big things, bigger things, the biggest things. But all he ever got to open was uh, beans, corn, tuna. You had to give him something essential to open to save the day. Medicine? Heart medicine? He did not open heart medicine with a can opener. Tomato paste? Some beloved person in the household really longed for spaghetti. Old Italian gal, friend to all, on her last legs. The spaghetti brought her back to Florence or whatever. But the modern high-tech can opener, Cliff, was out partying with a wicked colander and a cynical head of lettuce. Gerard saw his chance. Even though he dated back to the 1960s and didn't have a fancy rubber handle like Cliff, he could still open stuff. This was it, his chance to help dear sweet Mama Tinty get her final pre-death bowl of, ugh, honestly. Why was Mr. Potts going nuts behind the gate in the mudroom? She'd already given him three of those peanut butter thingies. The discontented dog. The discontented dog was never happy, no matter how many peanut butter thingies he was given. When he was in, he went it out. When out, she grabbed another peanut butter thingy from the box the peanut butter thingy who sacrificed himself so the other peanut butter thingies in the box could live. Jim, the peanut butter thingy, pushed his peanut-shaped body higher and higher toward the questing human hand. Jake and Polly watched, amazed. Was Jim trying to get eaten? Go on, live your dreams, you two, Jim shouted as a thumb and a finger grasped him around his uh, slender place, the place that for peanut butter thingies served as a waist. She moved the gate, gave Mr. Potts the peanut butter thingy, leaned out the door, called for Derek to come put Mr. Potts on the tie-out. No reply. The son who failed to reply. Once upon a time, there was a son who, when called, failed to reply. Was he deliberately ignoring her? Because pre-adolescent? Was he masturbating yet? Was that her business? The mother faithfully checked underwear sheets for signs of masturbation so that as needed, she could let him know in her quiet way that everyone, even famous people, even our great historical, a time for oneself. George Washington, 12 years of age, lay in his bed. A four-poster, which had been made, as all beds were back then, by hand. Was it weird, what he'd been imagining? Their neighbor, Mrs. Betsy Alcott, in that form-fitting bodice, reaching over to take off his tricorn hat? No, if a person felt something, it was, by definition, normal. If he found himself touching himself while imagining the slender Mrs. Alcott bringing her quill pen absentmindedly to her full lips, no doubt other little boys in other times and places had felt inclined to touch themselves while imagining similar things. Therefore, it was fine what he was doing. He suddenly felt so free and, feeling free, began to dream of a new land, a land where all could feel as free as... Lord, nearly noon. Time to sit down and actually write something. 
Where was Derek, though? Seriously, she worried. He promised to stay in the yard. And this was a kid who never broke a promise.